Hi, this is David Stearman, and you're listening to my Up Podcast. Today I want to talk about how we are not of those who draw back. Whoever wrote the book of Hebrews, and Bible scholars don't really know who that was, since it was never signed, could have been Paul, could have been Timothy, or even Mary Magdalene, who knows. But what we do know is that ultimately the Holy Spirit wrote it. And in chapter 10, verse 38, he says this, Now the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who draw back. I love that. That should be our new confession. We are not of those who draw back. Because most of us do draw back from time to time, instead of doing what's courageous or risky or even out of the norm. When we feel intimidated, we fall back into the comfortable place. Do you know that place? That's the place where we do what we're used to doing, even when we know it's not the best thing to do. We go back into the comfortable place when we're scared, when we ought to be walking by faith instead. I think it was about a year ago today that all of America found out about all this COVID business. And as they tend to do, the media blew it up into a big thing and really made everyone quite afraid. Most of the state governments put us on lockdown, at least a sheltering-in-place order, and told us to wear masks and to not go out unless absolutely necessary. Back then, they said two weeks to flatten the curve. Well, you know, here we are a year later, and some of the states are still demanding these things from their people. And as a result... Many of us have actually become comfortable with things that used to be very uncomfortable. I am not a stay-at-home person, I will guarantee you. I'm a person who likes to get out and about. I'm very social. I'm called to a public ministry. I'm not a guy that sits at home. And the masks, well, that's a whole other thing, isn't it? I mean, they're uncomfortable. They're itchy. You're breathing your own carbon dioxide back in again. And I remember when they first asked us to do that, I thought, how dehumanizing. I can't even smile at people. But now, we're just kind of used to them, right? We just kind of think it's a nothing thing. We pull it out of our pocket and stick it on our face every time we walk into a store or a restaurant. We've gotten used to sheltering in place. We've gotten used to wearing masks. Thing is, we can get used to just about anything, whether it's good for us or not. Many of you know that I breed parrots. It's kind of a hobby that turned into a little side business, and it's something I just love doing. I've always been kind of a bird guy, even since I was a kid. My mom says my grade school teachers used to come to my desk to take me to the window and ask me what kind of a bird that was out on the lawn. And I would always know because I was interested in them and would read about such things all the time. My grade school nickname was, regrettably, bird brain. I guess I deserved that, but what can I say? I just like them. Uh, I like all of nature, fish, bugs, whatever, but birds are something I can actually raise, and that's what I do. Now, I have this particular bird. His name is Caesar. I call him that because he's very uh, puffy and arrogant, and he tries to bite me all the time. He's, you know, the lord of his domain. His mate I call Cleo, so Caesar and Cleo are, despite his nasty disposition, very productive breeders. Anyway, one day, recently, 
I had the cage open just a little bit while I was feeding Caesar and Cleo, and he flew out. Now it's no fun when you have a small parrot flying around wild in your aviary, but I knew just what to do. I had learned long ago that parrots love their cages. I know, the thing you'd least expect. But birds have different priorities than we do, and safety and security is really high on their list. So I just left the cage door open because I knew that Caesar would quickly return to his cage and go back into his nest box with Cleo. As I was saying, these birds do love that safe, comfortable place, even if that is sometimes their downfall. It's as the writer John A. Shedd once said, a ship in the harbor is safe, but that's not what ships are built for. And although they really like to be safe, that's not what birds are built for either. Because deep in the DNA of every bird is the dream of flight. I have actually seen baby birds beating their wings in the nest when they had no feathers yet. I don't know, it's just that somehow they just had this instinct within them. They wanted to move those wings and see where they could go. They were dreaming of flight. And they were bound and determined and already imagining that one day they would do what they were dreaming of. And realistically, we all love our comfortable places. Baby birds do love their nests, but they eventually yield to a stronger instinct and a much deeper and greater urge than just staying safe. They want to fly because they were born for it. And we're also born for more than sheltering in place. Daniel 11.32 says, The people who know their God shall be strong and do exploits. And that's what we human beings were created for, to do exploits. Isaiah 40.31 says, Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Now, running, walking, doing exploits, that's forward motion. That is action, not passivity. And we were created for forward motion, for productivity, not sheltering in place, but stepping out and moving forward in the face of danger, whether it's real or imaginary, takes courage. We think of stepping out into the scary place as being a negative thing. And yet so many of my best memories, not to mention my greatest personal advances in life, came from going out there into intimidating situations and getting in over my head. The first time I ever sang for a big crowd, that was scary. The first time I ever preached, because even though I wanted to do it, so many people told me I was a singer and not a speaker. The first time I ever went on a missions trip, I mean, we went to some really primitive places, and honestly, I had no idea whether or not I could actually convert uh, natives who had never heard the gospel before. The first time I sat down to somehow try to write a novel. In each of these instances, I was intimidated. I was in so deep over my head. And yet, just because I tried, God showed up, and somehow or other, the results were positive and fulfilling. And it was wonderful. And in each of those cases, I found out a little bit more who I was actually created to be. And if I had never tried, if I'd never stepped out, 
I would never have become truly me. That little bird on the edge of the nest, I'm sure he's very scared. And yet something within urges him to take that leap. And when he leaps, a miracle happens. He discovers who he was born to be. So let me encourage you today to leave the comfortable place. Do something that scares you. Even if that something is just escaping this COVID fear cycle and getting back to the better you that you used to be, or better yet, doing something you've never done before and becoming someone you've never been before. Because amazingly, once you step out into that new and scary place, you may quickly find it to be the most comfortable and fulfilling place of all. Hey, if you enjoy our podcast, please subscribe. Whatever you're on, iPhone, Google Play, whatever, just hit that subscribe button so I can give you an encouraging word, an upward every week. And they're short, 15 minutes max. Perfect for when you're driving somewhere. Also, if you'd like to give, most of you know we're a missionary ministry and go just about everywhere. You can do that at davidsermonministries.org or easier yet, just via PayPal. Type in David Sermon Ministries. And thanks so much for listening. We love you. God bless you.